Now, back to the Frontier Freedom Hour with Jeff Hunt, sponsored by Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. Here's Jeff Hunt. Hey, friends, welcome back to the Frontier Freedom Hour. So there's this house on the Aurora campus, and the Aurora campus is like Metro, CU Anschutz, all this stuff. It's the Golda Meir house. Now, Golda became the prime minister of Israel. And after October 7th, this house where she lived, I believe, as a teenager when she was in Colorado, there's been protests outside of this house by a pro-Hamas every single day. In fact, what they're declaring, this part of, which is a university campus house, this is, this is not just randomly in a neighborhood. This is part of the Aurora campus. They're declaring it a Jew-free zone. And they, the, the people that run this house, we heard from them the other night, they have not had any movement by the administration to try to stop these protests. They've just totally lied. So the university administration of Metro, of CU Denver, of those schools have been silent against radical anti-Semitic protests outside the Golda Meir house right here in Denver, Colorado. And you saw this bizarre silence from university presidents after October 7th. With the exception of Colorado Christian University, of course, Dr. Sweeting out that next day with statements, op-eds condemning anti-Semitism in higher education. Friends, we... I mean, it's been shocking to even liberal Jews as to what has happened this last four or five weeks since October 7th, the single greatest mass murder of Jews in one day since the Holocaust. And these universities have been silent and in some cases had pro-Hamas Protests taking place and marches, pro-Hamas marches. And when you hear from the river to the sea, do you guys know what that means? That's the extermination of all of Israel. So we've seen it in higher education. It's disgusting. These university presidents should have a stronger backbone, greater moral clarity, should condemn anti-Semitism, should condemn Hamas, should clearly stand with Israel. And their right to defend themselves. This is not complicated if you have strong moral vision and clarity. If you're a radical leftist, then it does get complicated for you. Because your entire worldview is messed up. But now we're seeing it percolate into K-12 through schools. And there's an article out in the City Journal titled Unions for Palestine. Radicalized teachers are peddling anti-Israel propaganda to our kids. Its author is Rebecca Friedrichs, who is a 28-year public school teacher. So she's been a part of it. She's been fighting these unions. And we're talking how this has kind of infiltrated all of these schools. So, Rebecca, what is the great danger of these leftist teacher unions standing against Israel and with Hamas? Wow. 
Well, besides the obvious, that they're standing with murderous, you know, tyrants and against, you know, Western values, um, the big issue I see is that these unions have completely taken over our schools. The reason that these administrators of these public universities and public schools aren't speaking out against what's going on is because the unions are controlling them and they you know they're not going to speak out for truth because they're only going to speak out for whatever the union propaganda allows them to speak out the other big thing i see is that because the unions have removed great education we now have a bunch of students generations of students who don't know history who don't understand what's going on in israel in the first place who don't understand uh, the repeat of history we're seeing here in so many ways. And if you don't know your history, you're doomed to repeat the bad stuff. So that's what I see as the biggest issue is that we have a bunch of students and a bunch of administrators and a bunch of professors and teachers who are uneducated, who think they're educated but are uneducated, and who are pushing a bunch of propaganda instead of truth, and who really believe it, who really buy into this stuff. That's dangerous. It's, you know, what did Stalin call those types of people? Useful idiots, right? Mm. They're being used to push a very dangerous agenda because they're so ill-educated thanks to the unions who are controlling our schools. It's direct access to our kids. Guys, this is, in Colorado, 80% of kids go to government-run schools. 80% of our students are being educated by these types of leftists. Are you really that shocked that they're embracing Osama bin Laden's letter to America? Really? You want to know where that started? It started with this types of Marxist thinking that has pervaded our schools. Listen to this. The Oakland Education Association posted an official statement of solidarity with Palestine and condemned the, quote, genocidal and apartheid state of Israel. Wow. I mean, guys, they are fully embracing this types of Marxist worldview where you put people into one of two categories. You're either an oppressor or you're the oppressed. And if you're part of the oppressed, then it's green light, baby, to do whatever you want to be able to gain your freedom, so to speak, right? You want to put babies in ovens? You want to take and rip babies out of wombs? You want to rape women in the streets? You want to execute them? Green light. Because you're part of the oppressed class and you should fight back and whatever means necessary against the oppressor. That's the philosophical foundation for where we find ourselves in this conflict. And the teachers have fully embraced it and they're passing it on to 80% of the kids who attend schools here in Colorado. That is a national crisis. That is a national crisis. Now, we're talking with Rebecca Friedrichs, and she's the founder of For Kids and Country. Rebecca, are you seeing parents start to fight back on this, or is there a sense of hope that we're not going to put up with this for the next generation of our kids? Finally. 
finally. I see parents really? starting to push back. So I've been pushing back on teacher unions and their nonsense since 1987. And for years and years, including when we brought our lawsuit, which we filed in 2013, which was heard at the Supreme Court in 2016, people thought I was wearing a tinfoil hat. They thought, you know, oh, what is this lady crazy? This isn't going on in our schools. Finally, since COVID, since parents saw it for themselves coming through, you know, the video, Zoom videos in their homes, finally we have people waking mm. up. The problem is we don't have enough. So we have a lot of parents who are waking up, but we also have a lot of parents because the PTA has been completely uh, infiltrated by the unions. It's controlled by the unions since the 1960s. So you have a lot of PTA parents who are falling for this whole oppressor, oppressed language. And um, and you have a whole lot of teachers. See, what the unions do is, is they, they play this, you know, they speak out of both sides of their mouth at the same time. You just read some very obvious statements by the unions where they are obviously against Israel and pro-Hamas. But if you go through teacher union, uh, you know, new business items and that sort of thing, they have all these items where they're for, they're against anti-Semitism and they want to help the Israelis. So here's the way they manipulate parents and teachers. They say, oh, we have in our schools here in America, we have Palestinian children who are feeling misunderstood. So we have to stand with the Palestinians to make these children feel understood so we can teach the whole child. This is their nonsense, um, you, you know, uh, their language that they use to confuse teachers and to confuse parents into buying into this nonsense. So a lot of people are fully unaware that they are helping to push a very dangerous agenda because the unions are so good at propaganda, so good at twisting words. So um, it's really important if anybody's listening to this conversation that they help to awaken, especially parents in the PTA and teachers who are part of the union, to understand that they're being sold, um, you know, a lot. They're being deceived, sold a lot of lies. Talking with Rebecca Friedrich, standing up to Goliath, battling state and national teachers unions. She's the author of that book. Um, So moms have stood up. We hosted Moms for Liberty at the Western Conservative Summit over this past summer, and they're listed as an extremist group by, you know, the left. So now parents are starting to push back on this Marxist agenda that has just infiltrated every aspect of education. And for standing up for quality education and for parental rights in a child's life, you are deemed an extremist by the radical left. Uh, what, what is your encouragement to parents that are now facing that type of label just for wanting to be involved in the process? Yeah, so my encouragement is keep on fighting because the only thing that tyrants are afraid of are people who are loaded with truth and stand up to them. Mm. So you have to keep fighting. If you don't fight, we lose our country, you lose your kids. I mean, you know, there's just too much to lose here. Please keep fighting. The other way I can encourage you moms is, look, for a long time there were just a very few, almost a couple handfuls of us fighting around the country. We didn't give up even though it was absolutely impossible. We're so grateful you've shown up and that you're in the fight now. We're thankful to see your numbers swelling keep on fighting and then the last thing i would just want to help them to understand is not to beat a dead horse with the unions but the reason the moms for liberty were named extremist is because the teacher unions are in partnership with the southern poverty law center the southern poverty law center is the group that labels all these conservative christian republican groups as haters and so they put moms for liberty on the hate list calling them extremists and, and they're in bed with the unions. And then they also, of course, 
had the National School Board Association, another union, write a letter stating that these parents were uh, domestic terrorists. <laughs> so it all comes back to the unions. Rebecca, we're up against a commercial break here. We're going to continue our conversation with Rebecca Friedrichs when we return. You're listening to the Frontier Freedom Hour, sponsored by the Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. 